Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, a guest-guided mapping expedition to the borders of human creativity. I'm John, and this is all my fault. I'm Kelly. This might be my fault. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Maybe. glad to see that, you know, your uh, your sense of responsibility is, is evolving. No, it comes and goes. <laughs> That's also fair. Yeah. How are you doing, Kelly? I'm great, and I have a question for you. Okay. I want to know about your thoughts and feelings about the condiment mashups that are happening, such as Mayo Must and Mayo Chup. Ugh. And, uh. and I think the other one was Cranch. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all... Okay, so here's actually a weird thing, though, which is that, I mean... Technically speaking, those those condiments do those mashups do happen by default, right? Anyway, right? Like, yeah, you put you know the mustard and the mayonnaise on your burger, and yeah. then you have mayo chup. Yeah, but these are actually like in a bottle that you can buy at the grocery store, and I want to know how you feel about that because I know how much you love condiments. <laughs> <laughs> Which is to say, a negative amount. Yeah, it's I, zero or uh, less. I, I mean, it's, uh, it sounds like a hideous idea. Yeah, but um, partially because I mean, like, leave aside the fact that I hate condiments. Let's pretend for a second that I'm a person who enjoys condiments. Yeah, right. Uh, how am I? How do I know that some large corporation's idea of what I think is the ideal mayo to ketchup ratio? Right. Is what I. You know what I mean? Like, well, how do I know that my picture lines up with theirs? I don't. Hence, I don't buy it. Also, I don't. I don't really trust their R and D department because, like, they're marketing this as mayo chup. <laughs> like, they couldn't get a writer to to come up with anything that wasn't, you know, mayo must or cranch. <laughs> but honestly, though, the, the, here's the thing, though. If you want to market it, I kind of feel like you kind of have to go that way. Because you yes. need to let people know that this is a combination of two things with which they are already familiar. Right. And a thing that happens anyway. Right. So sort of like, if you like them, then fucking go nuts. Why not? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, what's, what are your alternatives, right? You end up calling it something like flavor sauce. Well, yeah, I know. But, like, just if you're going with the portmanteau, I feel like you can work a little harder. <laughs> I don't know. Our our guest has been Catches. making Catches. <laughs> Catches. Mayard. <laughs> our guest has been making the most interesting faces, and I think we should bring him in immediately. It's Steve Woyak is back for his second episode. Steve, Hooray. what are what are your thoughts on Mayo Chup? Uh, clearly all of the good names are trademarked. Uh, so uh, all that's left yeah. is Mayo Chup. All right, also, fair. hi. That's that's <laughs> fair. Yeah, fair point, fair point. I mean Ike's, for instance, um, Ike's Sandwiches here yeah. in the Bay Area yeah. has something, yeah, I think they call it like Ike's Crazy Sauce or whatever, yeah. which I think is a mixture of, of mayo and some damn... All I know is it's gross and terrible, and they put it on everything, including oh. their fucking meatball sub. That's uncalled for. That's really uncalled for. And I, and I like most condiments. I like mayonnaise a lot, but I feel like you don't put that on a damn meatball sandwich. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Marinara, cheese, yeah. meatballs. Yes, agreed. Is the marinara a condiment? 
I think also. I think that it is. It is. It is. A, it's I feel an like essential you component. I feel like it becomes a condiment when you spread it on something. Sure. Yeah. Like marinara. But, but with this, it, but with this, it, com- you know, it comes. You like pour yeah. It <laughs> it's it's well, the meatballs are suspended in it already. So you know what I mean. Like when you oh, when you apply the meatballs to the bread, the sauce comes with. You know yeah. what I mean. You've never known the glory that is a boiled meatball plain sandwich. <laughs> I mean, I always, I always rinse my meatballs. Yes. Because, you know, Who doesn't? Yeah. You don't, know you, don't you don't want to dry them off because yeah, yeah. you, know, you lose the liquidity. You're all monsters. <laughs> Dunk them in vodka, flambe. <laughs> well, for those of you who uh, are listening for the first time and want to know what the hell is happening, God help you. Here's what's going on. This is a show where my friends go through all the dumb, weird, or possibly amazing ideas I've had over the last decade because I wrote them down. Something I highly encourage everyone listening to do. In the meantime, if you hear one of mine you like, it's yours to run with. I just want credit. I want a cut. So if you listened to the last episode where we had Steve on, you learned a thing, which is that Steve also has been writing down all of his ideas since roughly 2012. Sure. Uh, 2011? 2011. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, as I said it, I knew that was wrong. This I was is like, a Wait. fact that has no value. Yeah. Please continue. <laughs> but so Steve has built up an archive of ideas. I've built up an archive of ideas. Steve's looked through mine, and I've looked through his. And we're going to trade, and I can't wait to do it again, because it was it's so much fun. I get it now, listeners. I get why... <laughs> Uh, why every guest we've had has had so much fun um, because it really is a treat to look at somebody else's archive and be like oh I, that would never have fucking occurred to me or like I wonder what that is it's it's exciting but that's also the way this is such a satisfying podcast is I mean especially when you're listening to it with somebody else because then you can pause it and say like that just gave me this idea about this thing yeah and uh we don't spend a lot of time like as people being like, let's just think about cool stuff. We, we make jokes, we chat about the weather, yeah. but like ideas are a fun thing to riff off of, and so it's very it's very fun to listen to this podcast. It, it never gets old. Agreed. Awesome. Thank you. That'll be twenty dollars. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the way I think we should determine the order once again is that we should play rock, paper, scissors, and whoever wins is the one who goes first. So we'll, we'll go on shoot. Okay, here yep. we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You picked scissors last time. I've been preparing my strategy. Yeah, I totally thought it was going to be scissors. <laughs> it's... I, I had You're too clever for Listeners, me, we had a rock and paper situation <laughs> I, I had a moment where I was like Should I do scissors again? No, wait He'll be expecting it uh-huh. I should So I, I, I but, but, you know It was it was, it was was a toss-up in my mind Whether yeah. or not He would also have anticipated that mm-hmm. So yeah, I just decided yeah. to go with my gut I, I thought you were an honest person It turns out you're deceitful <laughs> <laughs> oh. He prefers the term wily <laughs> Sure Most deceitful people do Yeah <laughs> Okay, alright, Steve. So here's the first idea I found in your archive that I would love to talk about, which is product. Pet rock sequels. Arch enemy rock. Put it in jail for its evil plan. Supreme overlord rock. It is your leader and master. Obey its demands or perish. Cousin rock. Make up behind a tree and feel ashamed later. I mean, all of these... All of these are amazing. <laughs> That's a joke I learned from movies, not my own life experience. Of course. 
Of course. <laughs> I, I love this, though. <laughs> so, uh, Arch Enemy Rock? Yes. Uh, like, did, Does it also come with a jail, or do you have to build your own jail? I just thought it came with, like, a goatee. <laughs> it's, it's just you with a goatee. <laughs> Star Trek joke. (laughs) I mean, because I I I think that I I I forgot about pet rocks as a thing. Mm -hmm. It was just a rock. Yeah. Yeah. But so a rock, just a rock with a (laughs) goatee. That's very good. (laughs) What's what's the prop for the Supreme Overlord rock? That's interesting. It's, it's piercing stare. <laughs> Googly eyes. <laughs> I would have. I would have said a little crown. Yeah, uh-huh, maybe a uh-huh. scepter. A little, mm, little mm. ornaments of royalty. <laughs> maybe a an ermine cape. Yes, that that perfection. Yeah. So I have a pet rock story if I can. Sure. Oh please. So I used to live in Philadelphia, which is renowned for having the worst sports fans in the world. And I went to a Sixers game where, like, the free giveaway was... It was a throwback night, and they were giving out Pet Rocks because it was, like, a 70s throwback. Oh, no. But because it was Philly and this was not their first rodeo, you didn't get your Pet Rock at the beginning of the game because they (laughs) knew that everyone would throw the rocks at the players. So you had to wait in this huge, long line afterward to exchange your voucher (laughs) for an actual rock that you could have as you were leaving the arena. And people still throwing vouchers, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That is smarter than I would have thought. Uh huh. No, they've learned the hard way. (laughs) These are the fans that threw snowballs at Santa. So the giant elf deserved it. Yeah. Oh my god. You rat bastard. Incredible. Yeah. Steve, what's the first thing on my list that you found? Non-standard singles events. Uh-oh. This has been talked about before, hopefully not too recently. No notes, no nothing? No, I mean, no. Think more on these is the notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no fuck. to self, do a thing that doesn't <laughs> suck. So this is good, let's think more. Right, let's okay. Let's think more on these. Yeah, so I mean, so the idea, yeah, the idea, because like, I mean, this must have been during a, I must have had this idea during a, a time in my life where I was single and trying to like, you know, like, because I, I sure. Paintball. Yeah. Ah. Escape room. Escape rooms as a concept did not exist when I when sure. I thought of this. So that 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 would probably be one. Tandem toboggan. <laughs> Singles event. Um, Unsanctioned urban gardening. <laughs> but like, are you are you trying to brain hack of like put people in like speed situations where Sandra Bullock will fall in love with Keanu Reeves? Mm, or are we talking about oh. Uh, oh. like just stuff that is not normal, like. A little pruning bit. rose gardens. I think maybe a little of both, you know? Because it's a non-standard event, maybe you do get some of the, of the benefit of that of that kind of, like, excitement of doing something new that sort of transfers to the, you know, person that you're with. But, but especially if it becomes a sort of speed dating kind of thing where, like, you know, like... like uh, you go. You go to um, to uh, uh, an augmented reality gun range and fight zombies with a person, <laughs> and then and then like once you've cleared nice. wave one, you know, then the next person shows up and like you just you know and maybe you maybe you get to you know sort of ooh maybe maybe it's like a, everybody takes a martial arts class together and you get to like battle. 
Or Maybe like, it's just like a manufactured meet cute scenario, and everyone just oh. takes turns, like walking into it with a stranger, seeing if they have chemistry. Both reaching for the same bagel. Yeah, <laughs> that's the bagel. Walk, walk, walk. Grab bagel. <laughs> Somebody drops their ice cream cone. Yeah. Hilarity ensues. Uh, is it possible to do like? A very short two-person escape room, where it's sort of like where, where like the solution to, to getting out of the room somehow involves like it, you need four hands on a thing to do it, you know. Um, and there's like three stages. There's like a thing that's difficult to do, a thing that's not quite difficult to do, and the last one is you must make out, <laughs> or, or we'll leave you to die. <laughs> And then when they just look wow. at each other and then look at the camera and say, no. They're like, okay, <laughs> close enough. <laughs> Next <laughs> couple. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Ooh, especially if it's, if it's, if it's like a, a simulated alien abduction. <laughs> I like that. Kinky. <laughs> yeah, really. It's a little, yeah, it's a little advanced for a pre-first date. I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. I think there's a way to do it. I mean, no judgment. <laughs> you you get enough out of work theater people, and you know, like some props yeah. and yeah. But singles events are super boring. I don't I don't know that I've actually gone to any of them. But like a friend of mine was running a speed dating thing, like mm-hmm. as a as just like a community service, and it was always just very frustrating for everyone. Mm. Um, yeah. But but like the the shared activity is a good one. The the shared stress is a. Dangerous one, but interesting one. I went to exactly one event that OKCupid organized at, at, at kind of a non-standard location. Like I think it was in like a very fancy Banana Republic store. Um, That's and I, extremely strange. Yeah, it was. I mean, like this is so far back in my memory that I don't quite remember if I'm correct about it. But I definitely didn't meet anybody to date. Although I did make a couple of very excellent new friends. Always good. So <laughs> there was that. Yeah. Yeah. So non-standard singles events. I think. I think it could be done. I'm just saying. We're putting the idea out there. I mean, speed dating, as in general, has, you know, stigma attached to it. Mm. Like, singles events in general have stigmas attached to them. Sure. Uh, Which I think you could overcome with a non-standard enough one. Yeah. Sure. Like, right? make it make it fun instead of just the same old thing. Yeah. Don't even focus it on dating. Focusing it on having a neat time. Right. right. But make sure that whoever's coming... As long as everyone's single, yeah. we all know that it's just the chemistry, it's as opposed to the efficiency of the thing. Because yeah. you might as well just use Tinder and... Yeah. <laughs> I feel true. like you could do this well through Meetup. Oh. Yeah. There are actually a lot of singles Meetup groups, yeah. but I also don't know what they're doing. Me either. Huh. Yeah. Well, all right. We did not yeah. research this one enough. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> the, <laughs> that's, that's the other great thing about this show. We just we just talk, and there's no research needed. Our ignorance <laughs> is an asset. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. It is my turn. Uh, my the next idea in your list that I would love to hear about is cash only bar Venmo. Bartender slash server accepts Venmo with a one dollar service fee and makes money just by bringing cash every morning. Potentially getting in trouble with the boss, but they're already making 3% from the cash-only business. Right. So there's a coffee shop slash beer bar in San Francisco. Not like downtown, like middle of nowhere, Richmond's-ish. And they've got decent foot traffic because it's near a bus stop or something. And literally all the money that they make comes from the ATM fees. Hmm. So like they've, they've managed reasonable prices in San Francisco, which is impossible, by being there forever plus ATM fees. Cash only. So, 
I was I was at this other bar and I was talking to the the bartender and someone came in and said, "Hey, I want to get all these things." And they're like, tried to hand over a card and they said, "Oh, sorry, it's cash only." And they're like, "Oh, is there an ATM?" They said, "Yes, it's right over there." This happens all the time. But immediately after that, someone came in and left because they didn't have cash and didn't want to use the ATM, which is understandable because those are hideous fees. So. As they left, she, she said, they could have just Venmo'd me. I'm like, <laughs> that, with a dollar fee, <laughs> works out for everyone, except potentially the owner, but if the person's leaving anyway, you might as well take your True. minuscule profit and people in your place. That's the idea. And <clears throat> Venmo has like a, a rolling 3000 ish dollar per week cap. Yeah. Which should be doable to make a decent amount of cash on the side while providing the service. I, Agreed. I think that's pretty good. Nice. I just yeah, I just want I just wanted to highlight it because I think it's a good one and people should start doing it. Yeah. I feel like like next time I'm in the homestead or something like that. Well a homestead takes cards, never mind. Some place that's cash only. because uh, I'm sure. sure there's a fucking bunch of them. Like that yeah. I find that super irritating, actually. Where it's like cash only in San Francisco, really fuck you. But you know what? Like with this, this Venmo notion, like, why not? And it really does need to be done by an employee there, because, like, then you can have, you can track it. Because showing up with a pile full of cash, mm. anyone could do, but it is a security risk. <laughs> but if it's an employee, then it's a ledger, it's tracked, they, they say, I, I'm collecting a dollar off of this, and they pay it back, or vice versa. But mm-hmm. uh, they don't have to carry cash if it's sanctioned by the business. Right. Outstanding. Yeah. Make it happen, people. <laughs> Bartenders of the world, Venmo. <laughs> it's a verb now, right? Yeah. I think it is. It is I think it is. Steve, what's what's next from my list of madness? Penny hunt and shot auction party. Ooh, okay. So this, I think, might have been a combination of ideas from a buddy of mine named Kate, who... I, I'm not. I, the thing that I'm not clear about is whether or not she actually did this. I think that she might have. We've been friends for so long that it's kind of hard to 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 tell. Anyway, okay. So the idea was you have a party. You hide pennies all over the apartment. Yeah, Easter egg hunt. Yeah, it's like an Easter egg hunt, but it was with pennies. And so everybody goes and they like they go hunting for pennies. And at the end, people have some amount of pennies. And then you you basically have an auction for various different booze beverages and people get to pay with the pennies that they've gathered who uh, wants the buttery nipple yeah. I do four pennies <laughs> yes. I do six pennies yes yes but uh, but I think that it would be it would be it would probably have to be like maybe three shots at a time in order, because I guess it depends on the number of pennies you've got you know the beauty of the auction is that it is a contained economy, and so <laughs> things will just be worthless later. <laughs> I'm out of pennies. I'll give you a high five. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Alternating. Yeah. Mm. The, depending on how many shots everyone's had by the end, though, you're going to yeah. get into risky territory. <laughs> that's going to that's gonna be a weird party. You're also, if you're... you hide... Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> depends. I feel like if you hide pennies all over your apartment, that just means that you're going to have a lot of drunk people riffling through all of your stuff. Well, the, so the key is that the penny hunt happens first, and then it is over. Yeah. And it's confined to a room or a floor. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So at the beginning, everybody is sober. And, okay. and maybe you're, you're worried about the underwear drawer, right? Like, this room might be full of pennies, and now I've found... Yeah. 
Now all I, of the stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, I also I just maybe, don't want people handling all my underwear. Exactly. It's all, not good. And you let them know maybe at the beginning, like I have hidden like two dollars worth of pennies, you know, in this room. So there's two hundred of the fucking things. In and, this room, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just small, that would work. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean depending on how many people you've got, you know what I mean? Like you just yeah. Like you, you could put one in every D V D. Actually like this would be really fun because like I feel like grown ups don't get to do the Easter egg hunt. This yeah. would be so much fun. I'm looking at all the places I could hide pennies in my apartment right now and I'm like, mm-hmm. uh uh-huh, uh. Uh-huh, I think uh-huh. we all are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you then you just have to go about concocting all of the various shots. Yeah. Uh, I found aid in the fuse box. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Those need to stay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. <laughs> Someone drops a quarter and like, wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Looks Penny's, like we're making money. And he's <laughs> only, oh yeah, yeah, there would need to be a jar. I love it. This would also be just like a really fun way to get rid of all of your pennies. Because oh. you always have, like, I always have a dish of pennies. Well, but, but the thing is, though, that like when people pay for the shots, then oh, they're returning the pennies, the pennies back to you. <laughs> but you could also have people show up with like a bottle of alcohol, and they get pennies to, like, to uh, you know, enjoy the auction. Like, whoa! Oh. It's like thank you for bringing absinthe. That gets you eight pennies, but it's expensive. <laughs> no one wants it. <laughs> oh, oh, you, you bring in. You bring, what you do is you bring in all of the bottles of booze that you've got lying around that have like an inch left in yeah. them. Yeah, sure. Right. So it's sort of like okay, here's like you know, yeah, here's a bottle of bullet with like an inch left. Sure, but that's also, ten pennies. Also, the people that make the shots could be earning pennies. Oh. Like if you've got a great idea for a cocktail, then you make a cocktail. And then you sell your cocktail for the pennies, which oh, you then spend later. Yes! Fuck. Uh, this is a good idea. Economy of booze. Uh, somebody should do it and report back. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to be know. back in like a week. We should have a party. <laughs> Penny party. Uh, Penny party is important to write down. Yeah. <laughs> that is easily mistaken for a much more risque party. I know. Like, after like the penny party. Think about it, it just sounds really It does. <laughs> we'll think about that later. Yeah. Okay. Is it my turn? No, I believe I believe it's mine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I fast forward so I'm ready. And, yeah. No, that's okay. <laughs> so, so for the last one, theoretically, I've got you know one more idea to bounce off you yeah, and it's yours. However, I, I ended up with two that I tagged, and maybe sure. I'm going to say them both, okay. and then you can tell me which one you want to do. They're both projects. The first one is it's just four words: ad hoc sitting group. And actually, the other one is also four <laughs> words: business drunk with Chloe. Okay, so yeah, my, my friend Chloe, we were talking about business in general, and like there's business lunches, and you go to your business lunch, and you get business drunk, uh-huh. so that you can get business done, uh-huh. because quite frankly, business does not get done until everyone is appropriately south. <laughs> and that's just accurate, like, uh-huh. everyone thinks they're a great negotiator, but then they have a couple of cocktails, and then they're like, let's just be great friends, and like, make a deal. Uh, anyway, so that's that's business drunk. But ad hoc sitting parties is way better. What, yeah, what what is it? Ad, ad hoc sitting group is what I've got. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Okay, ad hoc, <laughs> uh-huh. meaning I, I hope. Oh my gosh, the, let, I hope your listeners aren't super pedantic because I'm going to make this up off the cuff. But like ad hoc meaning like comes together randomly. Sure. Uh, yeah. And sitting group means that you sit in places. So like. 
you say, we're all going to go sit in this spot, and it's very... Okay, back in college, a friend of mine and I in- invented a thing called the Urban Perching Society, in which we would just go and sit on rocks. We were weird children. <laughs> uh, no, but, like, this is always a joke, but it was always very funny to imagine people seriously sitting and, like, staring owl-like at people as they walked by. Uh, so you got Urban Perching Society, UPS... And so the obvious uh, evolution of that is this is the spot, show up and sit there. And then you just sit there for a while, maybe chat, maybe have a coffee, and then leave. It's sort of like a, like a very tightly focused flash mob. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's a teeny sedate flash mob. Right, right, right. Because oh. flash mobs are too Choreographed. Wonky. Yeah. Yeah, there's too much energy there. I want just to chill. We're just going to sit there. Yeah. I kind of dig it a lot. You could do it everywhere. Like, you're at work. Let's just go over there and sit for a bit. Yeah. Sitting group. Fuck. That's great. Somebody do that. (laughs) Shit. I feel like we don't just sit around enough, and this is my solution to this obvious problem. (laughs) Just a pickup game of sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Want to play bocce? No. No. We're sitting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The last one of mine is... Neon Dogs. And the reason that I picked this is because I contributed to the Kickstarter that got bioengineering kicked off of Kickstarter. <laughs> which was the um, uh, Glowing Plants Kickstarter at the start oh, of Kickstarter. Wow. And the, the tier that I invested at was the We'll Send You a Live Neon Rose plant. Wow. Uh, which was past glowing moss. It was past like a glowing succulent. It was right up there at... Yeah, and they have never sent me a rose. I haven't actually checked, to be fair, uh, to see if they send it to my old address and someone is very confused at their potentially radioactive plant. But, uh, yeah, Kickstarter no longer allows CRISPR gene manipulations, and uh, I've never gotten my reward. That's fair. Just Just so we're clear on what my concept is, though, is there anything in the notes for that? No. <laughs> Why would you need anything? It's okay. neon dog. That, that's fair. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure I know what it means. Yeah, it's like but, purple table. What yeah. are the notes gonna be? <laughs> like, because you know, I mean, there, I mean, there are birds obviously that come in so many other different colors, especially right? under UV where they fluoresce. Yeah. yeah. So you know, somebody should maybe just think about just engineering dogs with those same colors. There's the hypoallergenic cats. Right. I'm very pro those. Yes. There's nothing stopping you from gene editing a dog. I suppose that's true. Except for... Well, maybe ethics. ethics. (laughs) 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 A very excellent high five was just exchanged. But these things are possible. They're scary. They don't work very well. Like, what I learned from the Kickstarter is that it is very difficult to get the genes that cause bioluminescent algae or fluorescent anythings to... Express themselves, because because it turns out the gene expression is sort of is like it's it's sort of like an a just it's a, a Pandora's of, box, yeah, of overlapping effects from yeah. It's, it's like an, it's more like it's an emergent effect rather than just like flipping a switch. And I assume you want more out of neon dogs than just getting like a really white dog and building it a blacklight kennel. <laughs> yeah, I I want uh, what I want is a green corgi. Yeah. That under that will fluoresce. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a bonus. Honestly, the fluorescing is a bonus. And then you swap it out with the Queen's Corgi and watch her flip out on national television. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're making... I want to see that, though. I mean, who doesn't want to see the Queen flip out? 
That's probably adorable. We are not amused. <laughs> hummingbirds. Of, um, hummingbirds have a lot of structural color. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I was Isn't thinking that... about sort of the iridescence of hummingbirds. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Can you make an iridescent dog? Is, is it that's, that would be harder. That would be actually a lot harder because it's because it's the feathers, right? You it's can't the, yeah, it's feathers. the micro. It's like the microstructure of the feathers. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and, a whole thing. And hair is not the same as feathers. Exactly. Yeah, not yeah. so much. No. Mammals have, a tr- have trouble with anything beauty or refractive. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, the DIY version of this is that there are. <laughs> this is sorry, Peta, but. You get you get a corgi with a lot of white markings, mm-hmm. and then you get one of the like manic panic hair dyes that glows in the dark, sure. and you get and you just you dye your dog neon green. Sure, it's not the same as having you know. And Peter's like, you dye. Yeah, yeah, they get that. But I mean, it's safe, I mean, safe for humans. You could also just like buy a Bud Light neon sign and melt it a little bit and make it into a dog shape neon dog. Yeah. <laughs> These are really all good consolation pupper. prizes. <laughs> I don't know. Good Pupper Tavern sounds like not a consolation prize. That's anything. I'd go. I'd go if it was like all decorated with neon dogs on the inside. If there was a way to just right. make, I mean, like I'm sure that somebody out there has figured out some kind of like a way to make really bright vegetable-based dyes. You know, yeah. you just use dip your dog in. I mean, it would, it would you would need to have a white dog. Right. So, yeah, I mean, like to get the best color, because there really are like like hair dyes that fluoresce under black light. Yeah. So B vitamins just... fluoresce under black light. You may as well just spray your dog with vitamins. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not your cat though, because they're gonna lick themselves clean and then it's they're gonna have really really bright yellow urine. And That'd be be... great. You easier to scoop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'm just. I, I think that it would lead to a more colorful, happier world. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know, agreed. I, I really have no problem with you know a neon green dog. I think it's great. Happier world. Titanium dogs like canine from Doctor Who, obviously. <laughs> uh, like electro color changed to be like oh. rainbow colored. Yeah. Oh, less cuddly than your average corgi. <laughs> True. You know, kind of a reduction in the flu factor. It's intellectually cuddly. <laughs> is, that a, is that an episode title? I, I, think, I think it might be. I think we might have. It's now time for one of us to give a terrible recommendation or showcase an idea from our guest. Um, does anybody have a terrible recommendation that they would like to make? I is the only one I ever thought of because it was so good. I have I have one because I, I this is actually I think this this comes under the heading of terrible recommendation or maybe great idea. I'm not totally sure, but you as a general rule carry a D20 in your on your person at most times. Like I, do. I know you have like a jacket pocket that always has a D20 in it. That's true. So, this idea came to me like at a Chinese restaurant that had like pages and pages and pages of numbered items. Yes. And so, like, why not just use the D twenty to decide what you're going to order? Uh, that, that is. Honestly, do you do this? Uh, sort of. Uh, I do it um, when I'm trying to decide between items I have already pre-selected. So it's okay. sort of like if I'm, for instance, if I'm trying to decide between three items, right? I assign each one like one through six, seven through twelve, 
13 through 18, and if I roll okay. a 19 or a 20, it's just a re-roll. Right? Okay. Um, and, and that works for any number of items up to 20. Yeah. Um, you could roll twice. <laughs> oh! You could. Two through 41. Yeah. <laughs> See? See, I feel like if you if you do it at random, it's a terrible recommendation because you're going to end up with with Pizzle. Yes, and you mostly don't want that. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, so it could really go either way depending on how you wield that power. That's true. Uh, yeah, no, that is that is. I I think that that definitely fits the brief. Okay. Uh, if I may pitch idea number one from my ideas book, please, which is called Ideas Book. <laughs> uh, it's. It's a book that follows people around as they live their relatively boring lives and have all sorts of ideas. So it's a self-filling ideas book. Because we're all relatively boring, but we have ideas constantly. And wouldn't it be great if something was writing those down for us? Yes! I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's why I trained myself to just write them down immediately. Yeah. Like, I had a... What was your... When you started this out, Like, did you just have a, a note on your phone? Or... I literally started the Google Doc... But later, okay, so the problem with the doc is that I didn't write it upside down. And so the oldest ones were at the top and the newest ones were at the bottom, mm-hmm. which meant I had to scroll and scroll and scroll, and yeah. that didn't work. Mm-hmm. For you listeners, I already told this story, which is why they're just waiting for me to finish. At some point, I started using a note-taking thing, and I would get a bunch of listed elements, and I'd just paste them into the doc because it took too long to scroll. Right. And, that's, and eventually, I stopped doing this for a variety of reasons. So all of this happened between, you know, something 2011 and something 2014. Mm-hmm. And then it's just sort of gotten sporadic, uh, which is why there's way more, like, idea ideas and way fewer jokes. Because reading through the thing, I was like, I should just publish this as a joke book. Because <laughs> I'm hilarious. <laughs> um, but as we reach our old age, we all like want to fix things and make cool things and and make the world a better place. And then you get more ideas, etc. But the point is that if you write it down, then you can look back later and say, "I'm I understand the world a little better. I can fix my idea. I can make it happen." Agreed. So if if any listeners out there are thinking, "How do they get these ideas?" Like literally just stringing a couple sentences together will will give you the opportunity to make ideas. Exactly. I I mean, I, for a while, used just a notebook that I carried in my back pocket. These days I use Evernote, but yeah, it is it is that easy. And let me, let me stress beyond, like, to be very, very clear, oh yeah, I make video games, and the running gag in video games is that everyone who isn't in video games thinks, I have a great idea for a video game, I should tell them, and they'll be blown away, and we're just like, shut up. Please stop. <laughs> ideas are worthless. It is, it is always the execution of these ideas, which is why I was always planning to give my ideas away as like a book or something. And podcasts did not really enter my mind. And so when I saw that you were doing this, I was so delighted. And I'm really glad that you guys are doing this. Uh, and I would encourage anyone else to honestly execute one of these things. That's yes. the value. It's always the sweat equity. Yes. Anyone can come up with a random thing and then forget about it the next day. It's a, it's a dream waiting for you to wake up. Yes! Plus, I want my cut, people. <laughs> I also still want cut, people. I Wait, still... what? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, they're just so cuttable. <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah. Nutty. We have now reached that part of the podcast where we let everybody know where we can be found on the internet. For me, this is super easy. Thanks to my friend Jen, who is Jennifer Murray on Twitter. You just you can find links to my Twitter, my Instagram, my amazing newsletter, 
all in one place at flavor.country. Go there now. I'm on Instagram as Enthusiosity. Hey, my name is Steve. Don't bother trying to look me up on the internet. <laughs> You'll succeed, but it won't make you feel any better. <laughs> If you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe to this show by searching Idea Factory Giveaway in your podcatcher of choice and let John know if it doesn't pop up. If you're already there, go ahead and leave a five-star rating and or a nice review. It would help us out a lot. And if you've already done that, why not tell a friend about us? Why not tell all your friends? Why not tell all of your friends? Why not tell all of your friends? Why are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I started something. <laughs> and all of her friends know about it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And remember, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. I want to cut. Do-do. Do-do.